It's no surprise that updating the electricity grid today will make for a better tomorrow. Increased self-sufficiency is just one of the benefits. The Great Grid upgrade will also boost the economy and create new green jobs. And best of all, you can continue doing the things you love, like watching the latest epic nature documentary or listening to this podcast while caring for the planet too. Find out more at nationalgrid.com. This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hello and welcome to the BBC Countryfile magazine podcast, or podcast as we call it. This is episode 9 of season 6, and it's your chance for a weekly escape into the countryside to explore beautiful landscapes, chat to interesting people, and meet some spectacular wildlife. My name is Fergus Collins, and I'm the editor of the magazine and host of this podcast. And our weekly escape today is to a chalk stream in Hampshire, one of the UK's most precious wild habitats and utterly beautiful. With nets and jam jars in hand, Zam Baring of the Wessex Rivers Trust and insect expert Dr George McGavin take our very own Annabelle Ross for a delightful water wander along the Candover Brook. Listen on for a hugely entertaining day out, pond dipping and many delights along the way. Zam, where, where are we heading? We are heading to somewhere called the Candover Brook, which is a tributary of the Itchen in Hampshire. And what makes a chalk stream a chalk stream? A chalk stream is a chalk stream because the water in it comes out of springs that uh, come out of the chalk where the chalk meets. The chalk is a very permeable is a very permeable rock and it's filled with water from rainfall. And then where it meets a less permeable rock, the water in it tends to come out as a spring. And that's what feeds all the chalk streams. And the water is very, very lacking in nutrients. And it has produced a particular and very specific set of sort of living conditions. It's a very particular ecosystem. And only plants which don't mind this very low nutrient level can live there. And animals. What sort of plants? 
weeds in the rivers. Uh, there's something called ranunculus, which is a water crow's foot. It's a sort of dark green, wavy, tressy weed with a lovely little white and yellow flower on it. And lots of um, bankside sedges and reeds and rushes on the, on the, on the bank, like um, flag irises, which are yellow. The meadows around the, around them also have a fantastic and interesting uh, species, a sort of collection of plants. There are a delicious thing called meadow sweet, which smells absolutely marvellous. It's not quite flowering yet, but it, when it's in about a month's time, when it's flowering, this whole meadow is filled with this amazing, sweet, sweet rich, sort of honeyed smell. It's lovely. Should we get in? Are you happy to get in, George? I'm absolutely trying to keep me out. This is now, this is an amazing little hoverfly. Oh, yeah, so little, there's loads of hoverflies. Episurface, lots of them. One, two, three, four, five, six. That's a different one. Where did the larvae of the hoverflies live? They tend to be, um, well, it, it depends. They can be in, in the soil, they can be in silt, they can right. be... And, and of course, hoverflies, of course, uh, hoverfly larvae uh, eat aphids as well. So yeah. you, you get the ones that you, you find on plants, which mm. just creep along, sort of pale with a stripe down the middle often, and oh, yes, they, yeah. they, they just attack aphids and eat huge amounts of aphids. So it's a large family of flies, right. and the larvae do quite a few things. But I think the ones that you would want to have in your garden would be the ones that eat aphids. I have to say, Zam, this is an absolutely beautiful part of the world. Um, absolutely gorgeous. It's I mean, amazing, isn't it? It I, looks pretty unspoiled. It's, um, well, it's far, I mean, the, we graze it for, with a beef herd, beef cattle come and graze it, but nothing basically much has happened here for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Apart from lots of butterflies and butterflies. lots of... I mean, it, it, chalk streams are pretty, in the world, they're pretty unique. Yes. And England has the best. Well, they have the, the most by a long way, I think. Yeah. I think there are about 220 in the world, and I think we've got 180 or so of them, 190. I don't know quite how you categorise exactly what is a chalk stream. I mean, sorry, you can categorise very clearly what is a chalk stream because the water comes from chalk soils. But um, we, especially in Hampshire, a lot of the most complete chalk streams are here. And the, this is, a, as I said, this is the um, headwaters of the Itchin. Right. Uh, which is, uh, and the Itchin and the Test and the, and the Avon, the, particularly, yeah. are, are just the sort of three crown jewels, really. Oh, there's a hair up there. Oh, I've just seen a couple of rather nice banded demoiselles, are they? Yes, they are. And are they actually... Oh, they just, oh, they've just flown was, off. That was my fault. Oh, Annabelle, you moved and they disappeared. <laughs> sorry. I, net now. I always think that they can see when you're looking at them. Now look, Zam and Annabelle, I have brought you a, a present which I made oh at God. home yesterday. And it's, it's, this is the classic... <laughs> <laughs> the classic jam jar with the That's stick fantastic. of that. Isn't that great? Isn't that Absolutely great? ideal. But actually, I do want to... I, I'm now feeling quite competitive with Zam about what we can get in our jar. Oh. Yes, let's see what we can put into it. Oh, now you've got a professional net, not just I've, a sieve. I've got a good area on that, but I had to make, I had to make a, a homemade pond net because the BBC borrowed <laughs> my proper aquatic <laughs> net and they haven't given me it back. 
Do, do you going to name any names? I'm not going to name names, no, but you know who you are. <laughs> and I've got a... A, a very beautiful... A beautiful um, extendable sea. handle of a mop onto you which have been busy, I have George. fixed an enormous sieve. Yeah. Are we going to go in now? Yeah, I Okay, so. I'm just, I'm just going to follow you too. When you fall in, I'll stay behind. The edge is a little bit silky there. This water is so clear. Oh, this made a right mess. No, but don't worry. Wait, 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 and it'll all clear away. So you lift that log up. I know. This is the beautiful thing about ponds and streams. Is this place will be alive with all kinds of aquatic animals, absolutely alive. And although my watch is waterproof, that is a is a bullhead underneath that rock. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. You got there. Lovely fly. Yeah, look at that caddis fly in there. I mean, they are just, they are wonderful. Look at that one. It's a, it's a little That's, house. What is it, an inch long? Oh, easily, easily. And it, this piece of log is covered in them. Yeah. Is that and there's one hatched here, already, George, or, or, or you, it's going to hatch? That's an empty fly. one. Oh, okay. And that, that isn't the same species as this one. They make them out of all manner of materials. Silk, That's a mobile sand. one, isn't it? But that one's, that one's sedentary. They just... Uh, incredible. The, the stones in that one are like half a millimetre long, aren't they? Yeah. They must be thousands. Some of them, if they're in faster areas of the stream, will actually glue a larger stone or stick onto the, of the case. Really? To, to anchor themselves in place. Yeah, right. I think under here there was a bullhead which is the most incredible. Yes, there he is. Just. What's a bullhead? Um, it's, a, it's called a miller's thumb, is the other name for it. Um, and it's a species of fish that is completely and utterly sort of dominant in these streams. And they live under rocks and they eat everything and everything eats them. There's another caddis. I've never seen so many caddis uh, no, fly larvae. No, no, it's no, it's just a stick. Look, are we likely to see a <laughs> caddis fly? Caddis yes. fly. Look, um, yeah, uh, they an will adult. be around. Mm, an adult, but thank on, you. On the whole, they um, they are most active in the evening. But they're called sedge flies, sedges. Okay. And the, the fish. They're food for the trout. Yeah, the, for the trout yeah. and the minnows. Animal, they're so beautifully made. Yeah. So, did you did you say they're made with stones? Yeah, yeah, they they they. they, they glue themselves a tiny, you know, there must be, what, how many, 500 tiny little oh, stones, easily, yeah. um, no bigger than a millimetre or two millimetres, and they glue them in a, in a tube about an inch long and about three millimetres across, and they live inside it. Extraordinary. Ad adhesive silk. A chap in France, a very smart guy, <coughs> decided that he would take a, a caddisfly larva out of its case, and he put it in a tank with tiny flakes of gold and pearl and precious stones. Right. And sure enough, the caddisfly made an incredible jewel <laughs> out of all these bits of gold leaf and, and diamond fragments. And of course, he then killed the caddisfly larva and, and fixed the thing in, in, you know, with, with actual How glue beautiful. to make a... a, a Proper little earrings, or just—it's the most incredible <gasps> thing. I, I feel sorry for the. <laughs> it's tough. The caddis Yeah, that's myself. a bit mean. Yeah. But no, you know, having having worked so assiduously to make this this natural jewel, oh, it's worth quite a lot of money. That jewel, I imagine. Oh, yeah. There are also um, there's a few shrimps in here. 
which are again a keystone species really. Fish love to eat there's all sorts of insects. Yeah, there's a shrimp. In the jam jar, quick. Yeah. The, presumably this flinty, is it flinty stone? Yes. Is, is very and much the chalk stream. Yeah, you get these big... Uh, well, the, yes, the, the, on the chalk bed is the... Is the, the, the underneath it's gravel and um, chalk below that, but the big stones are always flints. Uh, there are, of course, a few caddisflies who don't have a case. They, they actually make a little uh, thing out of silk and they hide inside it and they, they have the opening upstream so all the food comes in just goes straight into and the they just hoover it all up, all little bits of organic material. If, you, if you've got anything in there? Yeah, there's a, these two shrimps. I'm just trying to get the weed out of it so we can see the shrimps clean, cleanly enough. That's a stonefly or a... Yep. A stonefly, that's is what it is. Is it a stonefly? If it's got two, uh, two tails, uh, tails and it's fairly flat, it's, it's a stonefly. But it's a small one. You might need the hand lens for that. Yes, we definitely will. Now, I have to say, Zam, you, you're a working man. Mm-hmm. But if I lived here, I wouldn't get any work done. <laughs> I would get no work yeah, done. I'm, I was, uh, my childhood was just this. Right. For all holidays, I was just dabbling about in here, wow. patching minnows, sticklebacks are my particular favourites. I just loved it. So, yeah. I, I, then that's where it, that's where it sort of got, these chalk streams got into my blood quite kind of badly. And <laughs> terrible, you, terrible you, you, you work, that. you work for the. I work with something called the Wessex Chalk Stream, oh, with the Wessex oh. Rivers Trust. Oh, leech. A leech, a nice leech. Yeah. There's a nice leech. I once had to film. Mm in the south of England, and I had to be dressed up as a Victorian leech collector, because <laughs> I was trying to attract the, the, the ones which they, you know, used to use to, you know... Collect blood. Yeah, exactly. So I was standing there in this Victorian costume with my sock rolled up in this <laughs> bog, and sure enough, I got an enormous great leech. You know. How big are they? Oh, yeah, it was a big, it was a big one. It was about, what, three inches long? I, as large as your small finger. Really? And uh, it fed on my ankle for about an hour, and we filmed it, and it was marvellous, and well done, George, and jolly good. And that, that, <laughs> that's how you collect them. You simply walked about, collected all your, your <laughs> leeches, and handed them over to the, the quacks. There right. you are, you are. I didn't realise they were, but are they, and do they only live in bogs? They live in flowing, uh, flowing they, it, it was a sort of clearish, very wet, but sort right. of open area. Yes, I, thought, right. well, I think Amazing. it was down, down Romsey Marsh away. Oh, right. That's so anyway, on the way home, I, I got home after a three-hour drive. I took <laughs> off my boot. Of course, this wound had bled for something like five hours. Crikey. And my salt was completely soaked <gasps> in blood. And I emptied out my boot, and there was this sort of... <laughs> There's this big sort of jelly-like <laughs> bit of congealed blood <laughs> slipped out on the carpet. I thought, bloody hell. Did you feel <laughs> a million times better? Than no, you? I didn't, no. You must but have felt quite faint. <laughs> these poor guys who were yeah. collecting them as a, exactly. as a living must have been bled dry, some of them. Mm. In the old days, of course. Zam, can you tell me a bit more about the West, Wessex Rivers? It's the Wessex Rivers Trust, and it's uh, one of the uh, network of rivers trusts that um, are spread across the catchments of the UK. And we are a charity that um, delivers 
um, our aims are to protect, safeguard and improve the rivers of the Wessex region. So that's the Dorset Stour, Hampshire Avon, Test Itchin and the Meon in the east. Are you winning? Yes, we are, obviously, but it's from right. a quite, starting from quite a bad position. We're winning, uh-huh. but there's a hell of a long way to go. Uh-huh. But, uh, I mean, are these rivers drying out? Is that... Some, not, uh, but after the wet winter we've had, these, the, the rivers aren't too bad in this neck of the woods. With the change in the climate patterns globally and the change in rainfall patterns, maybe that will become a problem. And certainly up in the Chilterns, um, abstraction for mm. drinking water is a complete nightmare and it has totally destroyed. So who's extracting it? Uh, water companies in order to, to put water out, coming out of our taps. It's, oh, not, it's not just for bottled water. Okay. It's, it's Too for many just people. Water. I'm sorry. Oh, stickleback. Oh. A stickleback. There you go. In your <laughs> there you go. Oh, how beautiful. Gosh. There was a, there's another stonefly in there. Oh, what's, what's that? Oh, oh look at the stickleback. It's so beautiful, the colour. They breed by making a nest. <laughs> so, so, so far we've got four species of snail. Two species of, two or three species of um, caddis I can see, Zam, you're, you're, you're a tough guy because you're actually just in your shoes here. And no, I've I, got my. I'm I was feeling very smug in Tough or maybe slightly disorganised. <laughs> I was feeling very smug. Yeah, I've got I knew, my, I knew my that. Proper welly boots on, but they've just leaked. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> I knew. I, I now you're... have a wet foot, and it, it must be a split in my welly boot. Or oh, it may just I'm be. really the... annoyed. <laughs> 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 That's a fish right there. Oh yes, that's a little bullhead. That's a bullhead, there you go. Dinky little thing. Very, very, very small bullhead. How how large did it get? They're called a miller's thumb. Miller's thumb or or. Miller's thumb, so about the size of your thumb? Well, it depends on the miller, doesn't it? It does indeed. (laughs) A very big one. Yeah. But yes, no. Normally they're about that size, but and everything loves them. You see the egrets fishing here, yeah. and they and they they sort of stamp their feet yeah. to disturb. You yeah. see them stamping, stamping, no, stamping. Egrets shouldn't really be here, should they? I mean, come on. No, they shouldn't. Foreign but, birds. Yes, but are they really causing a lot of damage by being here? Um, I think there is certainly more. I mean, you know, before there were herons, and they did yeah. the job that the egrets do, yeah. and now there are herons and egrets, and slightly more egrets, but. I don't know. I'm I mean, you know, always fascinated change, by it. Nature changes all the time. Old tales about what what you know anglers used to get so annoyed that herons seemed to always catch fish, and they couldn't work it out. They, they were thinking that they must have some trick, and then somebody, some idiot, thought it must be the smell of the of their feet because it seems that they, they, they the fish are drawn towards it. So they would catch herons, cut their feet off, <gasps> boil them up. Mm. and get the grease out and smear their hooks in heron foot oh. grease in the hope that this would some... Because they're idiots, of course. I mean, so the poor herons <laughs> simply because they're patient and they, they're yeah, careful. The amputation is a bit unnecessary. Well, I, well, well, there, is it. there are two herons coming in. Uh, did you hear them? beautiful birds, aren't they? Yeah. I think that that was the first bird name I ever learned, Ardea cinerea. Is I that love that name. It's wonderful. Grey heron, yeah. Well, should we go up, up, up a bit? Yes, let's. What? The, the, what's it called? A st- stickleback. Stickleback. Little. And do they get big? Uh, no, they. That is. Um, that's not quite full grown, but I mean, that's uh, as big as they get. But they have a very nice. Um, unlike many fish, they actually make, which tend to lay their eggs just in the, on the on the on the bottom. Sticklebacks make a little nest. 
they um, literally make a little nest out of twigs and branches and the male makes it and coaxes the female in, she lays her eggs, he then goes in and fertilises the eggs and then he looks after it. He doesn't, but it has he to be a good it. nest. No, he's it the parent. Be, yeah, it has to be it has a good nest. Good nest. Yeah. If, it, if, if she comes in and goes, well, well, yeah. what's this? Well, it's, it's, my, it's, it's our nest, dear. That's a mess. You've got to do a lot better than that, mate. So he does the parenting and she disappears off? She does. Okay. To find another yeah. mate. Yeah. What's that? What's that? Um, it's so beautifully clear, isn't it? Somebody's thrown in there. So you don't know what all the red is, how that's created? Oh, yeah. I'm completely colourblind, so I can never see red uh, things. It's a stunning, absolutely stunning <laughs> red. Bright red. Yeah, beautiful. I have my book. I shall go and find out. Oh, excellent. But it's absolutely bright red. This, you mean? Mm. Yeah. So what do you see on there? Nothing. Oh, yeah, I kind of now you say it's red. I you can, can sort of see it's red, but I don't. Oh yeah, it's, generally it's, see yeah. it. But it's be- all these, all these little rocks are, have got that lovely red on them. Yeah. Oh, everything you turn over is alive with yeah. stuff. Two more different types of snails. Oh, that, that's a nice. That's a, is that a little? Yeah. Look at that snail. That lovely flat that's one. That's a lovely ram's horn there. Yeah. What's it called? Ram's horn. Oh, Ooh, and there's something course. beside it. What's that? Ooh, that is ah. a, That's a free, free moving caddisfly, I think. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah, you definitely get the prize for the jar contents, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> but I found those. But so they are mine. Yours, sort of. They are yours, definitely yours. We want. That's a nice one, that one. What's that? That's a finger. No, it's a. You're examining my finger, but there is something on it. It is uh, the remains of a ram's horn. So oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. That one. Yeah. Oh, a tiger beetle. It's one of those. That's, oh, oh is that it, is, is it? that the larva of um, water beetle, isn't it? I know. I think. I th- it's got jaws on it. Bloody hell, I picked it up. Do you want the... the, the little <laughs> Has it got jaws? It looks Slightly, furious, that, it that little thing. It's not very happy. No. The, the, so is that a, a water beetle no, larvae? No, it's not. No, you're right. It's not. I've, yeah. It's not. It's a... I'm just trying to get it into one place so it can stay still. Hello. <laughs> I'm looking straight at a bullhead. Hello. You're saying, what, what are you looking at? Are you looking at me? <laughs> You're looking at me. Can you put me back where I came from, please? Probably. Yeah, so. you're right. It is, yes, it is a. I like the shrimps. Have you seen those shrimps? Yes. Which is gamorous, and they're, they're a really Beautiful. fantastic indicator species of the health of these rivers. And in the headwaters of the Itchin, a bit lower down from here, there's been a terrible, terrible collapse uh, really? in the numbers of them. Yeah. Can now you that see them? leech yes. that I found, is it, is it in there? What a beautiful snail. When you can look at it through a magnifier, the snail is stunning. Amazing, isn't it? God. That leech oh, looked she. like an amphibious leech. It can grow very large. Yes, it, it, it actually feeds in the soil as well on earthworms and insect larvae and returns to spawn. What about that one? Is that a different colour? Well, it's a that's bit darker. the one that, that, um, that, that is, is common and widespread in weedy ponds and fens. Right, well, that's, this, this isn't a weedy pond or a fen, is it? Oh, it's try- trying to escape. Yes, Don't blame it's it. It's coming up out of the pond, out of the. Okay, so now we can really get a look at it yep. back. Has it got a black tip on it? It's got a sort of slightly blackish markings on its back. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's. Yeah, the, yeah. That is all the way. Ooh, it's stripe. Are they, are they long the way? Black no. stripes. And it's got four little central black dots and two, two little dots on either side of its head. How about that? 
Yeah. Right up there, the four central ones and two dots on either side. But no, we haven't got anything that goes that clear. Because this book might not have all, all of the species. Mm. That's no. The, that's the other thing. Maybe you found a new one, George. <laughs> uh, unlikely. Do you want to have a look at him? It's unlikely. <laughs> him or her? Can you tell us what sex it is, George? No, I can't. <laughs> Oh, it's quite beautiful. It is beautiful. It is lovely. But that isn't going to be one that'll eat your blood, suck your blood, will it? Don't think, no, no, no. no, no. Well, the Have you got two sticklebacks in there? Uh, a bullhead and a bull, and a no, stickleback. stickleback. A bullhead and a stickleback. The bull, bullhead looks like it. They look quite like kind of those ones you find in... Um, uh, Ponds. Yeah, um, what are they gobies. Called? Yeah, gobies, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Gobies. Can they we get back in the water, please? I have, my jar is looking very empty. So y- you must have had a wonderful, wonderful childhood here. Yeah, no, I just, it was completely blissful because it's on my own and in exploring these streams and discovering sticklebacks, as I said, I never ever managed to see one of their nests, one of these famous no, nests, no. but I always read about them. Yeah. Um, and all the different flies and fishing for trout and all yeah. that sort of so it's totally and utterly idyllic. And and I assume you've brought your own children here. Yeah. Have they also have they acquired the love that you They love have? we do this thing called ottering. Yeah. Where we lie on our tummies and swim down the river. I mean it's only six inches or a foot deep. Yeah. But you can pull yourself along and it's, it gives you a very, very good face mask on? No, not face because you, because would that would that would be a fantastic view, and then that's the best always, way of doing it. What I've always wanted to do is try and build an observation. Well, I, you know, I've always had a dream of digging a channel down the side of a river yeah. and then putting a glass wall into the bank. Wouldn't that be great? So you could walk down. Do your it. Head height, that is brilliant. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Why don't we do that? Well, maybe we should try and. And then people time. will come and want to see it. That'll spoil it. That no, would be great. It'd be oh. A That's pipe. A bullhead. That's a bullhead. <laughs> She's found a giant pipe. <laughs> that was a bullhead. I needed the net. It was fantastic. Just lying quietly flat in complete camouflage. Exactly. Perfectly camouflaged. Okay. Nice work. My jar is still empty. Do you fish? Yes, I do. You know, fly fishing. Yeah, I do. What did we? I've got a very funny story about fly fishing. My, I worked in Oxford for many, many years with um, a colleague of mine. Steve, uh, uh, Steve Simpson, who is a, a genius fly fisherman, very, very keen. Uh-huh. And I received a book draft from somebody saying, you know, we're, we're thinking of this being in print soon, but we're, we're a bit worried about the text. Could you have a look at it? And I looked at it. It was completely garbage. It was just right. unusable. So Steve and me said, well, we, we could probably bring this one round, you know, if, if we had a, a, you know, a few weeks. So he did the sort of angling side and the sort of technique and the flies and the tying the flies. I did the, the, the insect side and it, it sold pretty well. As it, it was called the right fly. Anyway, oh. so on the back flap, and, <laughs> and this is where it gets interesting, it said, written by two fly fishing expert biologists. And of course, I have never been fly fishing in my life. <laughs> so I thought, this is really embarrassing. So the, the book appeared and it sold fairly well. You know, people were buying it for their... You know, fly tying and 
all this stuff. And in it, we dispel the myths about the right fly, because there, there isn't a right fly. No, it's no, just no, what the fish no. happens to be eating at the time. Yeah. Anyway, so he, my friend Steve said, right, George, I'm going to take you fly fishing in Oxfordshire so that you can at least, if somebody asks you, you can say you've done it. Yes. So off we went to this tr- trout lake somewhere in Oxfordshire, and he showed me the basics, and I said, OK, Steve, that's fine, thanks, thanks. All right, I'm fine, I'm fine. OK, so he went off a bit uh, upstream, and I cast... <laughs> oh, and I got this barbless barbed hook right through my my jeans, yeah. right through the skin of my inner thigh, quite high up. Oh, and I I just I was, oh my god! I'm just I've caught. So I went, Steve. And he went, yes, I've caught something brilliant. It's I've caught myself. <laughs> so he comes down. So I I have to stand there, take my trousers down while he's at the front. Trying to push this, he said, "There are two ways of doing it. They both hurt. I can I can push it through, cut the barb off, and pull it out, or I can just push it all the way through and take it out." Ooh. And I went, "Whatever, just do it." So if you'd been behind us, standing on the bank further up, you'd have seen a very bizarre sight of a man on his knees fiddling with something on at groin height. On another man's upper on another height. man with his trousers down. <laughs> Oh, if that had only been caught on camera. Have you tried fishing again? No, I have never tried it. Well, put, put you off. I can see it's an art form, uh, mm. and and clearly, uh, you know, it, it takes a bit of acquiring, mm. and it, and it's a beautiful thing because you have to know the behaviour of the fish. You've got to know the biology of the fish yeah. and the behaviour, and then it'll work. But all these people who say, you know, right, I haven't had any luck today, I'm going to try grandfather's mm. sedge, that, oh, it's mm. always mm. worked for me. Mm. It doesn't always work, but they, they believe it does. It's, that's the weird thing about fishing, is it's a sort of... It's not called catching, is it? No. It's no. called fishing. So you, fishing. Get, <laughs> you never, ever, ever... Yeah. yeah, and you can never tell when it's going to be OK and when yeah. it's not. Yeah. And, 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 and in fact, once they... You, you have a fish in your bag, you can scoop out the inside mm. of its gut mm. and see what it has been eating. Yeah. That, that may tell you what the best fly to use is. But even if you do that, sometimes they just won't bite. There's, there, there, there's a, on these rivers, there's a famous mayfly hatch in the, in the, in the May and June. Um, yeah. And these are big flies, an inch and a half long. Oh, and, the, and, yeah. and the trout, in theory, go completely. Ephemera. The, yeah, the, 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 the they're ephemera one. danica. Danica, yeah, yeah. Um, and the fish, are, you know, normally go completely bonkers for them. It's a sort of duffer's fortnight, as it were, where you can always catch <laughs> duffer's fortnight. Oh, yeah. And um, <laughs> but even then, sometimes you just literally have no idea. I mean, you, you just they, they yeah. for some reason they're not eating them. That you know, the ones that look like yours. It's just yeah. yeah. All the flies that were on the water there have disappeared now. That's because Annabelle, you said get your net, George. And went, oh. Yeah, they all oh, heard that. They all heard go, me. Let's go up to that little bit. Up yeah. There. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. I'm going to sink in onto. <laughs> oh my there god. Oh, well, thank you, you. You don't sink in quite so far, Annabelle, because you're not as have as much mass as I do. Well, now I'm just leaving you both behind. You're right. Yes. Yeah, not that I'd probably be able to help much. Do you know, I... So these, George, we haven't talked about these beautiful... Um... Damselflies. Damselflies. Yeah. Calopteryx splendens. Yes, the banded demoiselle. Splendid, the banded demoiselle, yeah. And what do they funny. love? What are they sitting... They love um, they're, they're, the Those are all males. Or... The ones with the dark blue wings are all males, yeah. aren't they, George? Yeah, yeah. And they're waiting for the 
bright, bright, iridescent green female to come past. You see, you think, Annabelle, that they're after food. No, they're after sex. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to say, in the animal world, if you see a behaviour or a structure, it's, not it's normally explicable in terms of sex. And then if it's not sex, it's food, but, but, but only <laughs> occasionally. <laughs> What's that flower? Do you know what that is in there, behind there, Sam? That, that is a burr reed, the flower of a burr reed, oh, I think. Oh, it's lovely. So they're waiting for the female to come along and you're, you're bashing them with your neck. What have you got? Heaving. I need to go and get my pooter, my dear. OK, we'll, we'll wait here. Ah, oh, so beautiful, isn't it? It is lovely. What we haven't got is any of this nice ranunculus just here, annoyingly, which is the, the, the weed that is, again, another telltale species of the chalk streams. And it's very good um, invertebrate habitat. The, oh. the flies and the upwing flies. Oh, look, just, just there in front of you, that is a male and a yes. female damselfly about to be, oh to be at it. Do you see he's attached to I think he... Yes, there you go. There he they're, is. They're, they're in oh. copula, as they say. Oh, that's so beautiful. It's amazing, isn't it? Oh. He leapt on her. Now he's flying her around. And now around. they fly off, attached together. Why do they, they, where, why do they have to fly off? Why can't I, they... I have no idea. ...stay in... <laughs> Stay where they are. That was absolutely stunning. It's amazing, isn't it? What's the little pipe you've got, George? Oh, look, they're on your yeah, knee. They they're mating on yeah. your knee, George. Wow. They are. <laughs> there's a gift for you. George. Oh, marvellous. There's the female. And look, there's a pair on your knee. <laughs> <laughs> look at that. Now, this is... They have the most incredible sex because the male damselfly, right, transfers sperm from his the end of his abdomen up to a secondary organ up here on his chest, virtually. And that's where the female has to locate the end of her abdomen to transfer the sperm. So in normal insects, it would be sort of end to end, wouldn't it? But that, that's not how they, they have to fly in tandem. So the male has this secondary sperm holder much further up. And so the female puts her abdomen up in, to meet that and he holds her behind the back of the neck and they fly off like that because he wants to make sure that the eggs that are laid are his because if if he was to then mate and let her go she could mate with anybody else and it's the last male to mate that fertilizes most of the eggs. So that's why all these behaviors evolve. And so they keep hold of her until she dips her abdomen into the stream and all the eggs are released. And yeah. then he knows his job done. He can then unconnect and fly off. What's that, George? What's that pipe? Oh, a pooter. This is, this is, this what is, is that? Entomologist's tool. This is a pooter, which is basically a tube into which there are two other tubes flexible tubes, one through which you suck and the other one comes out and oh, so you suck things into your, your, your collecting vial and then and you can identify it and there's a piece of gauze over the, 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 the tube that you suck so that you don't get a, a, a mouthful of, of, Fly. of bugs yeah, yeah. what's that snail? Oh, do you? So do I. Oh. I don't think there'd be a single insect that you would hate, George. Well, okay, okay, I don't hate them. I just don't Where's like it? them very much. Is there anything we should be doing, Sam, to help chalk streams as individuals? We should be 
reducing the amount of phosphates we have in our household products. Yeah. Household det um, uh, detergents, you can buy low phosphate detergents, low phosphate um, toothpaste, low phosphate washing powder, washing up liquid, low phosphate, everything you should ask mm -hmm. for. Um, yeah, household products with low phosphates. Can you them. get that in the normal sort of... Yeah, you can get them in all, in all the normal su supermarkets. You've um, got to be a bit aware and look out for it. You've just got to look out for it and be aware. And Because that, that, that goes down the drain and into the chalk stream. Exactly. goes down the drain and into our rivers eventually, um, through through whether it goes through a sewage treatment plant or a... Oh, was that a kingfisher? <gasps> that was a kingfisher. Was it? Just, just went along here and then flew up over the edge, bright blue. Oh. Yeah. You never, you only ever see them like that. Was that a kingfisher? <laughs> they dart around too quickly, yeah. Okay, that boy. Horseflies love you, then. Yeah, they do. Horrible. There's one, I live over in the Mian Valley, which is over one valley over. Um, and there's one that appears there that's mainly in the New Forest, but also in the Mian Fly, called the Dark Giant Horsefly. <laughs> I promise we, we saw we killed one the other day and it's about the size of a pound coin. Oh god. No messing. And it, they what I find fascinating about them. That, yeah, that's one. That's Chrysops. Is it? Chrysops relictor that one. And oh sorry, it was Chrysops relictor. <laughs> Yeah, and there's a little pile of blood there, just, ooh, nasty. No, they, what, what I find horrid about them is that they're so silent, and yes. it hurts only after they've gone. They, they and unlike anesthesia. Unlike a, um, <sighs> unlike a mosquito, which sticks a sort of needle into it, the horsefly's mouth parts are like it's sores, just, it's aren't like they? Jaws. Yeah, it just, yeah. just hacks it, a great it in and your skin, and then hole. the blood wells up into it, and it goes, like that. <laughs> disgusting animals. Why did God make horseflies? I mean, Could we do you, a bit, you would think, tiny you would bit think, more in the water? There's one on your a hat, I think. Or yes, is that? it's the same black one with the white wings. Well, whack it. Whack it, Zam. Hold on, hold on. Oh, oh just, no, it's just, just give it a whack. It's gone on to Zam. I can hear it flying around my head. There it is. Yeah, there, there it is. is. Oh, close. Oh, nearly got it. It's a bit light. They're, Normally they're quite slow. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Have you got it? No, no, I didn't. I don't want to hit you over it. hit me hard. There it is. I got it. Can we go? Go, go. Right, well, where's my neck? This guy must die. Okay, there you go. Put it over his head. Oh, no, here we go, here we go. I got it, I got it, I got it. What? Yes! Well done. I think there's another right. one, another one. No. Yes, there is another on one on the back of your head. Right, whack it. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry, but look. There you go. Oh, there you there go. Much <laughs> easier. Beating each other right. up. <laughs> Sorry, yes. you were right. I'm sorry. Come on, into orders and kill the flies. Right. <laughs> Look at that. Isn't it beautiful? It is. It beautiful. is a thing of beauty, but my God, they are nasty. Now those eyes. Look at those eyes. You see, I wouldn't have thought of that as a horsefly because oh. it's got its, its amazing wings. black and white wings. These yeah. eyes have the most incredible patterns and stripes on them. If you look at that with a hand lens, yeah, yeah. you, you will just be blown away, Annabelle. It's got patterns and stripes <gasps> as well. I know. Bright, 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 fluorescent yellow with black huh. market. Especially the big horse flies. Oh my God. It's, it's, it's still alive. It's like, it's like wearing um, Ray-Bans. Oh, so it's a filter. It, ma it makes horses, particularly the, the, the hark horses, 
stand out even more. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. Because pale horses don't get as much horsefly bites. Really? But the dark horse does. And it's believed that the, 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 these eyes are highly evolved to home in on large, dark objects. Yeah. And then we'll... Right. This is so fun! Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> what do you think on that huge branch that is under the water? I bet there's some nice things in, on that. That one, the big yeah, one over huge, there. Thing. I can, honestly, I could spend all day just on that log, just, on just that sitting log. there, just contemplating the works of nature. Go what about these lovely shrimps? Very flat on the stones. <gasps> Look at that one. Yeah, that's, that's fabulous. The gamera shrimp. I can't. I can't. I'm stuck with a microphone yeah, in a jar. That in yeah. But because the, the things we can't see in here are diatoms and filamentous algae and little water fleas. I mean, this. It's this is alive. This is just the big stuff we're seeing. Yeah, are we going to no try point. and? We can't. No, we can't move the log, move, can we? But the wood will be the most incredible population of things on the bottom side of that. Yeah, there's no way we can move this. But what about down here? You can pick bits up where it's all... Ooh! Look, Look at that! What's that? Look at that! It's a caddisfly. Yeah. What's, what's that? What's oh, that? wait a minute. No. That's, that's a couple a of shrimp. shrimp. That's yeah. the gamorous, which, yeah, again, live on top of each other. They... And are, they, they are under pressure. Are For they? For some reason, they have disappeared from the upper itching. Nobody oh. really knows why. The, the sort of... The volumes of them. Now there's a free, there's a free living caddisfly there. Is it? That one. Lovely. Somewhere it would have had a little neck. Case. I, I, as I unearthed the stone, it would Probably, have had it yeah. att attached it. Okay. But that's it. Yeah. And there's a, that's a caddisfly nest. There's a grey, weird grey leech. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, we haven't seen Ooh. that. Yeah. Or is it a flat one? Could it be a flat one? I think it's a flat one. Okay, tell me, what, what are, I don't know about flat ones. What are flat ones? Uh, George, please, will you works. just have a look under, the, uh, under these? Will there be anything different under here or not? Well, there'll be, there'll be things hiding in here for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, now that... Ah, oh, now, nah, look at this. Oh, yes, there is the net. That is Fantastic. a net. That is a net of a caddisfly. Oh. You know... Where they, where they, you, they just let the fo yeah. food flow, yeah. flow yeah. through. That's, that's, that's what it is, and that was heading upstream like that, so it would have been blowing all the Fantastic. all the food into it. I think that's just a slug. Oh. Just a slug? I mean, sorry. It, are we not interested <laughs> in just a slug? I know it was a bit mean, wasn't it? I, I think that's a bit speciesist. Just a slug. What's that? What's that? What's that? No, wait a minute, what's that? Yeah, what is that? Ooh. Is that another flat one? And is that a little woodlouse? Yeah, that's a... Yeah, it's a woodlouse. So this is a dry bit of log up here. Yeah. Man, I don't know what that is, Sam. No, neither do I. I mean, George, John, you're going to you, you're You oh, quite I, like climbing you, into holes. That one's a bit small. Just because I climbed into a jungle tree trunk, does not mean you say I'm going to climb <laughs> into that. I, I could hardly get my arm down that. Well, come on. Just at least look down it. So you never know. Well, you, you're smaller, Anna, but go on. I, well, oh, I, were, I mean, I'm just looking down at it saying, well, there's a spider's web on the edge. Anaconda. What have we got? Look at that little rose. Oh, the family. Mm. Caddis flies in a little row. Yeah. One, one, two, two three, three, four, five, yeah. Oh, oh, no. oh my goodness, look at that one. What? That, that, that encrusted with caddis <laughs> Well, there must be 
A hundred? Oh, more than a hundred. More than a hundred. And all sorts of shrimps, shrimps and... and all that sort of thing. Isn't it incredible? Oh, that's an amazing one. That's You've got how many species of caddis there? Mainly that, 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 that small one. Yeah. And then you've got one of the long ones that... Was in there somewhere. Was here, in yeah, there. Yeah. 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 And the rest of them are just... That's a, what you might call a colony. It, is, it? Well, yeah. it just shows you how much food there is for them yeah, yeah. in the stream. Exactly. Right. So this, this, this particular chalk stream, Zam, is, seems like a very healthy one. Um, a mile and a half or two miles from the, uh, from it, from the, the, its perennial head where it always flows. So, and up there there is not much, there was some quite intensive agriculture but not very heavy not too heavy so it is pretty clean and pretty well but there's still there's slightly more algae on the stones and filamentous algae and all those sorts of things than there really should be ideally but uh, because we've had such a fantastically wet winter all the springs have flowed fantastically well and the generally the water levels have been amazingly good so it's been a marvelous winter the, the rain for rain for us all but very very lovely for the rivers how, are you feeling quite positive generally about yes i think i think that the people are beginning to understand that these environments that we all live in and around need protecting and, and, and need looking after and i think they're really beginning to get the get the point and that they individuals have to do something themselves in order to help protect things in general George, thank you for thank you for joining us today. It's been how many more hours are you going to spend? Oh, <gasps> what's that? Um, an egg sack of some sort, is it? Oh. Yes, oh. it's jelly. Looks like an egg sack, but of what? Extraordinary. We'd probably better not disturb. No, it, okay, we won't put it in the jar. Do you think it's shrimps? Oh, it's beautiful. Can I look in the? Who's got one? Of, who's got? Oh yeah. Beautiful. Is it? Oh gosh, keep. Yeah. And I guess I'd say snails of some sort. And all the all the people will be emailing in saying he's not about snails. He's entomologist. What does he know about bloody snails? George, we're <laughs> we're going to have our sandwiches and, and and we can carry on in the river. I hope, but I I think we have to end the the recording. Oh. Um, but yeah, That's, thanks very much. Well, thanks for asking me. It's been a, and the, the rain has not come it's been beautiful this will remain with me for many 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 weeks just being here in this peaceful idyllic chalk stream and thanks Sam, for hosting us both actually well no my entirely my pleasure i love to share my in, insane passion for it with everybody and it's so nice when other people love it as much as i do ah oh, that was such good fun and there's nothing better than dipping a net in water to see what you can catch Thank you to everyone involved. And you can find out more about Zam Baring's work with the Wessex Rivers Trust at wessexrt.org.uk. And you can see George McGavin on a host of BBC Natural History TV shows. So check out iPlayer and catch up with him. He's such a knowledgeable and wonderful entertainer. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as me. Let me know what you think by emailing me, FergusCollins, at the following address, editor at countryfile.com. I love getting your emails and I try to reply to everyone if I can. And please do leave likes and feedback on whatever podcast provider you use. It all helps us. So you've been listening to the BBC Countryfile magazine podcast produced by Jack Bateman. Thanks for listening and goodbye for now.